Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's a big week on DeWindy City Podcast. Shaquille O'Neal yesterday, Mike Ditka today working with Kraken Rum. Ditka weighing in on a bunch of things. I talk about Steve McMichael, of course, the Bears leaving for Arlington Heights. Ditka basically saying he's okay with it. You can hear what he says coming up here. And I mentioned Tom Brady and the greatest of all time. And if Ditka sees him that way, and a fascinating answer, which somehow Rudy Bukic gets a mention on the podcast, which I think, at least I found it very entertaining. A couple of thoughts on the Bears leaving Soldier Field. I was a vendor at Soldier Field. It was a December morning, many times, getting off the L and Roosevelt or parking somewhere by 18th Street and hoping that I wasn't going to get towed, walking over the train tracks, it's freezing, it's 8 a.m., and it's not fun. But it's Soldier Field, it's the lakefront, it's the Bears, old soldier, new soldier, spaceship, I don't care. I'm an old school, this is where the Bears belong guy. Now, 2033, that's in 12 years. Let's just say they actually play out the lease, and by the time they build the whole thing out and this actually happens, it's 12 years from now. I'll be pushing 60, God willing, perhaps have a kid or two, taking him to a game, pulling up to a parking lot, a lot easier, right? But I still think I would prefer old school soldier versus whatever the behemoth would be in Arlington Heights, and I've been to the track a million times. It's beautiful over there, but I don't need to pass Panera and Mickey D's and a strip mall on my way to see Bears football if I was to go to Bears football 12 years from now. Again, let's hope that that is at least a possibility. But back to the coach. Mike Ditka was so unbelievably entertaining. For many of you around my demo your mid-40s, call it. You woke up on Sunday. It was the Mike Ditka show. 
Then it was the NFL today. Then the Bears kicked off at noon. And the Bears were really, 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 really good. And you loved Jim McMahon. You loved Walter Payton. You loved Dan Hampton. It was a ton of fun. And Ditka's gone a little crazy these days. And at times it's been hard to give him the benefit of the doubt. Farting on TV was not one of those times. Love the coach. You're allowed to do that. Uh, But Mike is just a huge part of the city, right? Always and forever. So as perhaps off as he's been at times, I still love Ditka. Love him. Love the 85 Bears. Prayers up for Steve McMichael. Miss you, Richard Dent. Miss you, Wilbur Marshall. Otis Wilson, we see you around town. Singletary. The Buddy Ryan stuff was amazing. And, of course, I love doing the Bears postgame show on WGN with the great 99, Dan Hampton, along with his good friend, Ed O'Bradovich, who I called up OB after Ditka talks about Bill Wade and Rudy Bukic and his comments with Brady. And OB just jumped in there. Rudy Bukic had a great year in 1965. And I went back and looked it up. You can do the same. Bukic was incredible in 65, a 35-year-old Rudy Bukic. Whenever you hear Bears quarterbacks' names, you think they all suck. But I'm telling you, check out the numbers on Rudy Bukic, and I'll give them to you right now. In 1965, at 35 years old, Bukic, Bears, how good was he? Pretty damn good. In that era, 20 touchdown passes, only 9 interceptions. His 2.9 interception rate was the best in the NFL. He was throwing to... Johnny Morris, Mike Ditka, Gail Sayers had a huge year in 65. Rudy Bukic, every bit of Tom Brady. Yep, kind of a spoiler alert right there. But uh, yes, that's right. Rudy, this is good stuff coming up. Stick around. Mike Ditka right now. Showtime. What's uh, kind of been on your heart around seeing what's happened with Mongo? Well, I, I think the one thing people don't realize because he was a, he, he was one of the great bears. There's no question about that. But he really wasn't one of the sort of big name bears. So people kind of forget who he was. But he was such a key factor on our 85 defense. It was unbelievable. He was a leader. He's a vocal leader. He's a physical leader on the field, off the field. Tremendous, a tremendous guy. And, uh, he asked no quarter, he gave no quarter. But if you were going to line up against Stephen Michael, you better be ready because you were going to get your butt whipped. Yeah, a lot of, you know, the linebackers got a ton of credit on that team, but maybe up front didn't get enough with uh, 99 and 76. I mean, they made it a little easier for Singletary and, and Otis and, and Wilbur. Is that is that fair that maybe Steve and, and maybe even Hamp, too, didn't get enough credit? No, that was a great defense. What Buddy designed, uh, Buddy had a, uh, an attack defense, and you're exactly right. They didn't get enough credit, uh, but uh, they certainly deserve it. Because they, uh, you know, if you don't have a good offensive line, the linebackers are not going to be a, a good defensive line. I'm sorry. Uh, your, uh, your linebackers are not going to be effective. It's that simple. Because you're going to have uh, uh, offensive linemen all over them. But they kept the guy. They kept the offensive linemen, outside linebackers. Those three linebackers played terrific for us, and everybody played terrific on that team. 
I mean, I call it the greatest team of all time, Coach. You don't have any problem with people saying that, do you? Well, I don't know about that, but I think it was one of the best defenses ever. I don't think there's any question about that. And that wasn't me. That was Buddy Ryan. So he had a take-no-prisoner defense tack, and that's what he did. And uh, people didn't understand it. Teams have finally figured out, you know, you couldn't block them all. But what you had to do, you had to, you had to get rid of the ball quicker and you had to get, get the ball out. If they did that, and, and you know, we ran into some teams that did that, and we, we figured out how to counter that. But that it was Buddy's defense. It wasn't my defense. Do you regret that you and Buddy didn't get along better back in the day? I got along with everybody. I was just a friendly guy. <laughs> I loved everybody. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think it's just, uh, and I'm, I, I've never taken any the credit. I, I said Bears and 85 were a great team. It started with the defense. It also started with the offense that uh, led by Peyton and, um, and and a team that led the league in rushing, led the league in, in ball possession. So, you know, we did a lot of things. But so it, we won because of our defense. Everybody knows that. I've never denied that. But it was the reason for that. Yeah. Well, he had some great talent, too, and, and Buddy was phenomenal, not taking anything away from anyone. Certainly offensively, you were not the greatest offensive team of all time, but I think combined with that defense, I would still say the 85 Bears could certainly match up with anyone in NFL history. I agree. I'll give you one scenario, Coach. In 1983, you guys drafted Jimbo Colbert, number six, Hall of Famer, uh, love him, and, and Willie Galt, number 18. A guy by the name of Dan Marino went number 27 that year. If the Bears had drafted Marino, how many Super Bowls do you think they win? I don't know. <laughs> if we were to use them the way Miami did, I thought surely used them properly. And, uh, and Dan was a great player. He was from my my uh, my alma mater pit. But uh, I don't know. I mean, those are the questions I can't answer. But, I, you know, I, I can't change it, and I wouldn't change it. We did what we did because we thought we were doing the right thing. I don't know if it was, but it worked out okay for us. No question. No question. And everybody, you know, you could play back every NFL draft and and go back through time. But I do wonder, forget about Marino. Just And this is no fault, by the way, of Jim's and and McMahon. But just having a healthy quarterback uh, who could, you know, be out there and, and perform at a high level, I think you guys, you know, at least get another one, maybe a couple more. Well, we might have, but that's that's beside the point. We got one. It was a good one, and it was one of the best ones ever. So I'm very proud of that. Yeah. Do you think the Bears have the right head coach in place right now, Coach? I do. I think Matt Nathan is a very good coach. I think he's an outstanding coach. I think they're putting the right people in the right place. You just got to get it all together. Got to get the defense and the offense on the same page. You got to have ball control and – and keep the other keep the other team out of the end zone. It's basically what we did. We controlled the ball and we kept the other team out of the end zone. And you got a good chance to win a lot of games. Why do you think it's been since nineteen eighty five that the Bears haven't have, have yet to win a Super Bowl? No, I don't have those. You know, <laughs> first of all, let me say this. It's very, very hard to win a Super Bowl. It's very hard to do. You got to have the right people in the right places and do the right things. But um, again, it comes down to personnel. I think your scouting has a lot to do with it. The coaching certainly has a lot to do with 
And then the players you have, they have to play. I don't care what your, uh, you know, what you what was said about it before you got them. They got to play once you get them. And I don't want to be too over the top harsh here, but I just wonder if the family knows what they're doing because you can move people around, but ultimately, you know, it's it's your franchise and you have to make the hires. So I do wonder if perhaps uh, they're they're not the as good as they could be, Coach. How about that? Well, they, you know, everybody could be better. You know, that's your goal is to find a way to get better, and uh, I think that's what they're doing now. Uh, they haven't found it yet, but they're getting better. But I mean. Uh, you know, I, I like a lot of things that they've done. I really like the quarterback. A lot of people don't. I do. You know, I, I think, you you know, you can win with a lot of different people, quarterbacks. You get the right people around them. Yeah. I, I think uh, I think they're going to, I think they're building the right way. So you believe in Justin Fields? Well, I don't know enough about Justin Fields, I'll be honest with you. But I, I don't know enough about him, but... Uh, We'll see. Time will tell. It will. He, he certainly had his moments at Ohio State. Coach, how would you feel if the Bears actually moved and played in Arlington Heights? Well, I, you know, I, I believe the Bears belong in Soldier Field, but if they moved to Arlington Heights, I understand it. It would be an economic move. It would be a move for the you know for what's best for the club, and I don't see any problem with that. I mean. uh you know, I think the Bears have served their time in Chicago. They've done a great job playing at Soldier uh, Field. Uh, I mean, it, it would be okay with me. Okay. Did you enjoy Wrigley or Soldier Field more? Wrigley. Because I was playing. Right. More fun to play than to coach, right? Right. <laughs> That's criticism. Well... I've never understood, Coach, when guys, you know, retire before they, if you can still do it. Like, people look at Tom Brady, like, why is he still going? Well, he's still winning Super Bowls. I mean, where else could he have that much fun in his life? Yeah, and and a lot of it, too, Tom Brady's kept himself in great shape. And a lot of guys don't keep themselves in great shape. That's why they can't keep going. Yeah, it's a lot of work, no doubt. Do you think Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time, Coach? There is no such thing. There is no such thing as the greatest of all time. There's been so many. I mean, you, we weren't even around to watch and see how good a lot of those quarterbacks were in the old days. I played with a guy named Bill Wade. I thought he was pretty damn good. So he did what he had to do. And we won a championship in 1963. So I thought he was pretty good. And the guy that replaced him was Rudy Bukic. And I thought he was pretty damn good, too. So, <laughs> Coach, did you just compare Tom Brady to Rudy Bukic? That could make some headlines. I like this. I, I didn't. Reach that. <laughs> I, I don't think Rudy Rudy Bukic had a good a team around him as Tom Brady had either, and as good a coach as, as uh, Tom Brady had. But, uh, no, I think no, no. I didn't. I didn't mean to say it that way, but uh, I like Rudy Bukic. I like him too. It looks it if he if Rudy had had Belichick and you know, Tom Brady. <laughs> if, if if Rudy when Rudy sees this coach, he's gonna be he's gonna be stunned. This is gonna be a big day for Rudy. I like Rudy. Rudy's okay in my book. My guy Rudy Bukic, I love it. Hey. 
Coach, let me go back to playing for one second, and I appreciate the time. Mike Ditka, straight legend, working with Crack and Rum today, and uh, and then making a donation to the USBG to kick off the season of Summer Sips. We appreciate the time. I'm wondering, who was one guy perhaps on the defensive side of the ball when you were playing, Coach, that you really wanted to run over? I wanted to run over? Yeah. You played. You played physical. Now, come on. Uh, yeah, I did. I did. But uh, in my, my the biggest run-ins I had was Ray Nitsche, but it wasn't because I was trying to run over him. No question about that. It was because he was with the Packers and I was with the Bears. And it was a great rivalry, and he didn't like me. And I didn't particularly like him. So we had a pretty good. We had a good, pretty good run. That's the beauty of sport, right there. You got to have a little bit of little bit of hatred going on every now and then, Coach. You know, you did a lot of work for for guys like yourself, retired players. Do you think the NFL has done enough for guys who played in your era to make sure those guys are okay and taken care of? I don't think they've done enough, but I think they're trying. They're getting better, and they're helping more and more. And uh, you know, it, it comes down to them helping, and and the individuals also are helping. You know, you have an opportunity to play both sports. Play it, save some of the money. Don't spend it all. Yeah. All right. I got one story to, on, on the on the going out here. You can confirm or, or or not, and I think it's all in good fun at this point. But I think you guys played the Packers up in Green Bay, and then I think you beat them. And then after the game, I think Steve McMichael and perhaps Dan Hampton <coughs> both went out into the <coughs> into the parking lot. And uh, we're hanging out with Packers fans and maybe had a beer or two after the game. And then all of a sudden, the Bears team bus was getting ready to go back to Soldier Field. And Hamp and McMichael were a little bit late. And I think you might have just told the bus driver to, to keep going. And those guys had to drive their way home. Does that ring a bell to you, Coach, at all? I think that happened. I do. Yeah. <laughs> there's a time to celebrate and there's a time to... The work, so we were ready to go. You were ready. You can't hold up. You can't hold up. Hold up, fifty some guys, two guys. Yeah, and <laughs> I think it's just kind of fun that Bears fans. I want to know that that uh, hey, these guys were they were Packers fans should love these guys. Should love seventy six and ninety nine for that. They were hanging out, making friends. They were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they like to do that too. Well. Yeah, they did. Uh, it was part of what made y'all great. Hey, let, let's wrap up with uh, uh, one. Can you just give me any favorite moment with Walter Payton on the way out here? Every time anybody brings up 34, I think it brings a smile to the face of, of Bear fans, just thinking about uh, what many consider the greatest running back of all time. Yeah, well, you, you hit it right on the button. Uh, he was the greatest running back of all time. And I can remember the first time I I saw Walter Payton now. Uh, I was watching film. I was working for the Cowboys at that time, and uh, I I took the I went in and I took put shut the, uh, the uh, film thing off. I went in and I got Coach Landry, and I said, Coach, I said, come on in here. I want to show you something. So we went in. and I said, Watch this number thirty-four, and um, that was kind of right in the beginning when before people really know know how great Walter was, and. Uh, it was amazing. I said, you got a, a heck of a job to try to defend this guy. And he said, well, we'll do our best. 
But uh, Waller was, uh, he was special. When you watch him on, you know, as an opponent, uh, you were awed by what he did. But the thing that made him was uh, he, had a, he had a great attitude. He didn't, he didn't want to lose. He didn't want to be second best. He, he just... Uh, he just he just gave everything he had all the time. I never understood how he would get just absolutely cracked by somebody who maybe weighed fifty, even maybe a hundred pounds more, and then he just popped right back up. No problem. I'm well, ready. And, and, the, and the guy that the guy that popped it wouldn't pop right back up. <laughs> right, right. He was unbelievable, Coach. Great to catch up with you. Appreciate your incredible football journey, broadcasting, and everything else. And, again, today working with Crack and Rum. We appreciate the time and uh, continued success, Mike. Stay healthy, all right? All right, one thing. Don't forget to stop by your local bar for free cracking beverage or else the coach will get you. <laughs> that is a threat. All and, right. And you better follow through. All right, bye-bye. Bye, Coach. See you. Bye-bye. Well, I mean, it's not much to be said if you go back and look at when Scottie Pippen entered the Bulls and when Tony Kukoc entered the Bulls and who deserved the last shot of the game. If you knew that Scottie Pippen had been with the Bulls from 87, battled through the Pistons and every other team that we had to get to those three championships, wouldn't you give Scottie Pippen one opportunity to get a last second shot without Michael Jordan? Like one year without Michael Jordan. Can I get one shot? This program was recorded on tape for a live audience. But when you say a racial move. Well, why would, why would Tony, who was a rookie, get the last second shot and you put me out of bounds? That's what I mean, racial. Like that was Scottie Pippen's team. But but Scottie Phil Pippen then, was but, but, on pace to be an MVP that year, right? By saying a racial move, then you're you're calling Phil a racist. I don't got a problem with that. Do you think Phil was or is? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, do you remember Phil Jackson left the Lakers, went wrote a book on Kobe Bryant, and then came back and coached him? I mean, who would do that? You name someone in professional sports that would do that, you know? I think he tried to expose Kobe in a way that he shouldn't have. You're the head coach. And you're the guy that sits in the locker room and tells the players this is a circle and everything stays within the circle because that's what team is about well it feels like he's disloyal i don't know if that makes him a racist well that's your yeah way of putting it out and i have my way i was in the locker room with him i was in practices with him uh you're looking for him afar At Men's Warehouse, we know there are things you only realize you're ready for when they're right in front of you. Get ready for your wedding with exclusive styles from Vera Wang and Calvin Klein. Complete packages starting from $99.99. Only at Men's Warehouse. Additional charge for big and tall sizes. See store website for details. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.